Good morning. Today, Bezrat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Pei Vav in Maseches Yuma. Last three blot, we have Pei Ches, which is in two days, God willing, is one Amud. So let's see how far we get in Pei Vav. We're going to start uh, four lines up from the bottom of Pei Hei Amud Beis, and we are discussing as we hit the, towards the finish line the mitzvah of tshuva. Unbelievable concept of tshuva. Loba Shemaim he here. Tshuva mechaperes, says the Gemara the over here. We had a landmark Mishnah, uh, a little bit in the middle of this Amud, Pehem and Beis, that was just talking about the different aspects of tshuva. Um, all, so many of the alachas of tshuva come out of here. If you say, if you, right, as the Mishnah said, we're going to get to all of these, where it's, this is, uh, this part of the Gemara is referring to the beginning of the Mishnah, which says that there are different levels of tshuva. That we said, right? So that part of the Mishnah was talking about how different aspects, different Averos require only Tshuva, and other Averos require also Tshuva and also Yom Kippur. And as we'll see, um, there are different gradations of the severity of Averos and what they want and what you need to do in order to get Tshuva for them. Now, if you were to look at this Brisa in a vacuum on its own, you would get the, concept, you get the um, sense that Tshuva is formulaic, but as we go through Daf Pevav and Pezayin, we'll see that it's anything but formulaic, that actually it's very subjective in a sense because it's very dynamic, it's very case-specific. You'll see a lot of contradictions. You have to figure out, is it formulaic, is it not? So I wanted to just point out by way of introduction that first of all, it's clear that Shuva, it has to be built into creation, Right? Because after all, our tachlis achaim, our purpose in life, is to do the mitzvah Hashem and to avoid averus, right? To do the will of Hashem. However, being created human and fallible, and not just fallible, but failing all the time, we have to have a built into the system a way to reset, right? A way to continuously feel like we haven't already, you know, in the midst of our lives, already lost our way and totally lost our mission and a reason to go on and to feel like we could still grow. So it's almost built in, and as we'll see today, the concept of Naseh, that, uh, that the, when you have your Chiyuvim, uh, that you're Chayev that from doing Averos, right? So by doing Tshuva, uh, you know famously that, there's those, that there are some Averos that will become Kishgagos, if you, even if you did them knowingly, it's as if you did them not knowingly. Others can become, as we will see, kishuyos. Even if you did them knowingly, they can become almost as if you did a mitzvah. How could it be as if you did a mitzvah? Well, the sort of like simplest way to explain it is it's all part of the experience, right? If you learn and you grow from the experience and you've had the human experience of failing, but then overcame that. And as we will see, we're able to grow such that even when in the same context you can react differently. So that's even better 
than having never had that challenge at all, right? It's the, it's the idea of growth through tshuva. Um, obviously, some of the ambiguities in tshuva are already mentioned in the Pasuk. The Pasuk, when, after the Chet Egel, right, when we have the Hashem Hashem Kelerachim Rechanon, so we say, V'nakeh lo yinakeh, right? V'nakeh means you will be cleansed of your Averos. Lo yinakeh, you will not be cleansed of your Averos. Our Gemara today will address that internal contradiction. And so even in the Psukim, you see the internal contradiction of, of, of Tshuva, that speaks to, in essence, the subjectivity of it. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, besides that, as we will discuss today, there's Bein Adam Lamakom, right? That's between you and Hashem. And Bein Adam Lechavero is a different thing, right? So even there, so you'll say, oh, it's formulaic that you have to know, as, as we will see, right? The, the Shulchan Aruch codifies. You have to go and you have to ask your friend, and unless he's Miratze, so then the tshuva is, is not good. We'll see. Uh, Rav Usher Weiss Shlita spoke in Taras Chaim once. I was Zocha to, to hear him speak about it's not as formulaic necessarily as you think. In other words, people think that you have to tease an apology or, or uh, right, a pardon from your friend and then you're okay. It doesn't exactly work like that. The process of tshuva is still a very real process. It's not all about teasing a pardon from your friend and really your friend doesn't even hold the key to your tshuva. The idea is you're supposed to not, you're supposed to be able to get a pardon and to be able to be miratze, mefayes, you're supposed to be able to work it out with your friend, but it's really still, as Rav Asher Weiss explains, HaKadosh Baruch Hu that holds the key to tshuva always and HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows what is in the heart in our hearts, and it is based off of that that we grow. So that's just by way of introduction because these are the issues that we'll be discussing. Uh, we'll see if we get to it today. Some, some uh, Averos are better to keep private. Some are better to uh, publicize. The difference between David and Moshe. David and Melch and Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, so all of these interesting issues, amazingly, as we arrive towards the end of Masech Asuma, and so we begin four lines up, and we say the following. So it says the Gemara, We know that Lotaseis are more severe in essence than Aseis, right? Because, right, for, a, for, a, for, not, for failing to do an Asei, right, you're not getting the same level of punishment, right? So I'm going to be Yehuda's explanation Right? In other words, right. The question here on the Mishnah is, why would you have to be told if, in fact, Shuva alone, right? This is, as we were saying before, if, in fact, Shuva alone, without Yom Kippur, as we'll see, there's gradations. Um, if that is Mechaper on Asay, then it, it, on Los Asay, then certainly it's Mechaper on Asay. But now we're saying no, it's Los Asay Shinitakla Asay. The assumption of the Gemara here is that a Los Asay Shinitakla Asay, what is that? It's somewhere like, it's something like if you, right, steal, then you can rectify it by returning it, right? Or if you, right, leave over, right, something, um, so Noisar, so you can rectify it by burning it. Right, so if you have certain things that are rectified by an assay, so that's a lower level of los assay, whereby the los assay can be undone. Right, that's that that, that makes sense that there'd be havamina that that would be more kal. First of all, there's no punishment for it per se, right, on that violation, um, and secondly, it's in abeyance. Right, it can be undone by an assay. So that, in fact, is what tshuva 
is, is accomplishing, right? Tshuva is the undoing of what, you, of what you have done, so to speak, the reset. So if we have an anitak alav, anitak so the ase is, is in fact the reset that's built in. You can see why there'd be a havamina, that that too uh, would be, tshuva for that would suffice. Okay, but the Gemara asks, Valosa say gamur lo. Is it true that a full lotase with a punishment written in the Torah, a lav, that doesn't have any rectification by an ase, also, uh, cannot be undone with tshuva? Very minu. And we have a brisa, alien kalos, a brisa elsewhere which says that kalos, those which are considered lighter, are called ase vilotase. Ase vilotase. All of those are considered kalos, and thus all of those should be rectified by tshuva. Chutz, as we finally arrive at Pevavam Dalaf, Chutz Milosisa. Right? Rashi. Chutz Milosisa, the first Rashi in Pevavam Dalaf. Kasakataitach Mishum Dixiv Lo Yenakeh. That's the Pasuk by Losisa. There's a Pasuk in Shmos, Chaf, Zion. Right? Perik Chaf, Pasuk Zion. Losisa Shem Hashem, Elokecha, Lashav. Right? A famous Pasuk, obviously. Ki Lo Yenakeh Hashem, Es Asher Yisa Eshmo Lashav. So he who says Hashem's name in vain, lo sisa, Hashem is not going to, rather, lo yinakeh. So that is the one exception. That's the one lav, says the b'risa, where lo yinakeh, right? Where you won't be cleansed through tshuva. Everything else, says the b'risa, whether it's an say or a lav, will be cleansed. Well, that seems to be a contradiction to us who say that the, only the assays and the lav and itak Says the Gemara, no. Lo sisa v'chol de When the Brisa says that you don't get, right, um, you can't use tshuva for lo sisa, it means that lo sisa and everything similar to it, which is to say anything else that's also a lav. That's what the, right, that's what the Brisa means, and therefore that's the distinction. Anything that's a lav is going to, tshuva will not be enough. Tashma, well, we have another Brisa. Rabbi Huda Oimer, koshu hu mi lo sisa v'lamata. Right, tshuva mechaperes milosis ulamala tshuva tola v'yoma kipur mechaperes. So there we have a brisa, right, explicitly that says the Rabbi Yehuda holds milosis ulamata means less severe. Okay, so anything that's less severe than milosis tshuva is going to be mechaperes. Anything that's more severe than milosis tshuva is not going to be enough. You're going to also need right. You're going to also need Yom Kippur as well. So that sounds like Rabbi Huda's holding that Tshuva alone should be okay for anything up until Lo Sisa. So the Gemara says no, there too. Lo Sisa v'lo Just like we said before, right? Lo Sisa and anything else that's similar to it is going to be, is, it's going to be not Mechaperet. And therefore you're going to have to wait. It's still consistent. We're going to have to wait for Yom Kippur. Okay. So Tashma, Lemishanema Bechor of Tshuva v'nakeh. Wait a minute. It said, Bechorev, right? This here we're talking again, still. When we were talking about Hashem, it says, right? So when we say that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to cleanse our uh, sins, you might have thought that Tshuva can also, right? Can also clean up, wipe the slate clean with all of your Averos um, without, right? Yom Kippur. So you would have thought that that would have also included the love of Lo Sisa as Shem Hashem Lashav, Tamud Lomar Lo Inakeh. The Torah therefore tells you Lo Inakeh. This is not referring to the Lo Inakeh, Lo Inakeh, internally within the Pasuk yet. 
At this stage of the Gemara, it's referring to the loy nakeh within lo sisa, which is to say, the pasuk when it says lo sisa shem shem kach shem ki loy nakeh is teaching you that all those vinakehs, right, where we are saying that you're going to be cleansed of your averos, does not apply to lo sisa. Lo sisa is more severe, right? If you carry Hashem's name in vain, you will need more than tshuva to wipe that slate clean. Yachal, as the Gemara continues to say, Yachal af shar You might have thought that 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 all the rest of Chayve Lavin would in fact be what? Taken care of, be wiped clean just from Chuva, with no Yom Kippur, right? Talmud Lomar es Shemo. Shmo hu de'enu menakeh, aval menakeh shar Chayve Lavin. Right? So the result is that it sounds like you can, with just Chuva, have, right, kapara for any love, except for losisa. So this, again, is a riminhu. That sounds like initially over here that it's that it's good. Right. In other words, that those for those chupa would be enough. So the Gemara says, you know what? Okay, okay. We have sounds like we have an explicit brisa, not like Rabbi Yehuda. Sounds like Rabbi Yehuda who holds right. The, the Rabbi Yehuda is, is going to hold that regular lavin are going to require more than just chupa. They're going to require chupa and yom kippur. That says the Gemara. Has to be therefore a machlok as tanaim. Rabbi Yehuda is reflecting a shita of a tana as follows. There's two brises. One brisa tells you that your tshuva is going to suffice for sharchav elavin, and this brisa is going to say otherwise as follows. Detanya alma tshuva mechaperes alase vealos aseshenita klase. As we had said, the tshuva is only mechaper and for which kind of averus do you have the tshuva in abeyance until you can be mechaper in kipper? Al krisus val misas bezdin val los asay gamor. Right. So here we see an explicit brisa that chayvik karis chayvik misas bezdin and full fledged los asay, which is to say pretty much any los asay that doesn't have any other aspect to it. That seems to be consistent with shitas Rabbi Yehuda. That on those, tshuva is not mechaper on its own. You're going to need more than just tshuva to get full, um, right, to get full kapar for those. Okay? So, Amar Mar. So now we're going to get into it. Amar Mar. In other words, how do we know who is this referring to that Hashem is going to vinakeh, that Hashem is going to, right, take our tshuva and that that has to do with tshuva, and that's going to be what's going to clean your averus. The Tanya, Rabbi Lezer Omer, Eif Shalomar Nakeh, Shekvar Neymar Loi Nakeh. V'Eif Shalomar Loi Nakeh, Shekvar Neymar Nakeh. Ha'ketzad. So this is a sort of long-form way of saying, well, this is a contradiction internally. Now we're talking about the Pasuk, Notzer Chesed Lalafim, Nasa Avon, V'Fesha V'Chata, V'Nakeh, Loi Nakeh, Pokein Avon Avos Albanim, V'Al Bnei Banim, Al Shilishim, V'Al Ribayim. So the Pasuk over there, by Hashem, Hashem, Kel Rachem Vachanun, Shmos, Perak Lamadal, right? Pasuk Zain. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying this, and we look at it, and there's an internal contradiction. Is it Nakeh or is it Loi Nakeh? So the Gemara says, Ha'ketzad, Menakehu Leshavin, Ve'enum Menakeh Lesha'enan Shavin. In other words, right, we are going to, the, the, the question here, which Mar was asking, was what, right, Nakeh, in Loi Nakeh is referring to Hashem, right? It was really Moshe Rabbeinu describing, right, the Midos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And so therein is an internal contradiction. Does HaKadosh Baruch Hu forgive us or does he not forgive us? Does he wipe our sins or does he not? So 
we know that this is a reaction to uh, tshuva, right? But what 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 um, what Mar what Amar Mar is saying here is where do we get the notion that that refers to tshuva altogether? Why do we think that that has to do with tshuva? We're not saying anything in the pasuk about tshuva. That's just Moshe Rabbeinu, right? Um, uttering the 13 meters of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So the answer is, because we see within the meters of a Kaddish Baruch Hu that there's a contradiction, certainly um, it must be referring to the way HaKaddish Baruch Hu reacts to us, which is to say, if we do tshuva, v'nakeh, and if we don't do tshuva, lo'inakeh, and therein lies the source of the, of the fact that tshuva is what uh, is bringing us kapara. So therein lies, of course, as other sources do, but therein lies, uh, is embedded the source of, uh, of tshuva here. So, and, and its effectiveness. Okay. So now we're going to have a little bit list, 12 lines up from the wide lines, of the different levels of Averus, the tshuva could be mechaper. And we'll see, like I said, it sounds formulaic, but the Me'iri has a shot here um, that, that, that changes the whole meaning, and we'll get into it soon. So, Shal Rabbi Masya ben Cheresh and Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah Baromi. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah and Masya ben Cheresh were in Rome. Okay, this was a question that was asked in Rome. Um, fine, if you go to Rome, small little community, uh, still there, but not much. Uh, a little bit. I shouldn't, um, there's a school, there's some restaurants, as follows. And, and Ami Sarachai carved into the Colosseum, and uh, right across from where they have the arch with the, right, the depiction of, of, uh, of our, our enemies walking away with the, the clay base of Mekdash. Okay, so Shamata Arbar Chiluke Kapara, Shaira Bishmael Doresh. Did you hear? So they were in Rome, and he said, Did you hear the four levels Kapara that Bishmael was Doresh? What are they? So Amar Abelazar, Shloshem. First of all, Abelazar ben Azariah said, First of all, there are three. Uchuva in kol echad ve'echad. So just so you know, these four chiluke kapara, what's essential to know is that the kapara doesn't happen on its own. You need to do tshuva with it as well. Says Rashi, Okay. So, says Rabbi Lazar ben as follows. This is how he explains what Rabbi Shmuel said. Avar so in other words, if you violate an assay, right? So you forgot, you realize, oh boy, the day has already passed and I forgot to bring lulav. If you do proper tshuva there, on the spot, you, be, you get mechila. Shneemar, shuvu bonim shoivavim. Right? In other words, it's in Yirmiyo. Shuvu bonim shoivavim means that while you're still shoivim, right? Like you're still being caught, being caught red-handed. You're still sitting there without the lulav in your hand and it's already it's considered shuvu. shuvu. Right, so you've already returned, so that is say. Avar alosa say vasa tshuva. Let's say you're an over an alosa say tshuva tolavim kippur mechaper. So this was the subject in dispute up until now that we were talking about the two different tanaim. So the, here we're seeing that uh, according to this source, that if you're over alosa say, then you could do tshuva, but you're going to wait for yom kippur lechaper. Shneimar kiba yom azay chaper lechem chatosechem. Right, you're going to. Be mechaper on Yom Kippur from what? It's referring to Pasuk, obviously, to Yom Kippur. It's going to be mechaper you on Chatoseichem, which is uh, an allusion to the Los Aseis. Avral, Krisus and Mises, Beisdin, Vasa Tshuva. If it's an Isra Kares or Mises, Beisdin, but you did Tshuva, Tshuva, Yom Kippurim, Tolin, Vyasurim, Mimarkin. You're going to need not only Tshuva and Yom Kippur, but you're going to feel the pain. Right? You're going to have to have Yisurin, Chas in order to um, clean that up. 
שנאמר, ופקרתי בשבט פשעם ובנגעים עוונם, right, that it's going to require the, fa- the, the staff, the rod, right, spare the rod, spoil the child, חוסך שבטו סונא בנו, right, and therefore you're going to need, ובנגעים עוונם, that is how you're going to uh, get rid of those averos. אבל מי שיש חיל השם ביודו, but if you did a חיל השם, אין לו כוח בתשובה ליסלוס, ולא יובים כיפורים לחפר, ולא ביסורים למרק. Tshuva can help you on its own. You're going to need tshuva, you're going to need Yom Kippur, and you're going to need these serum as well, but none of those on their own or even collectively can get rid of the stain of Chil Hashem, Tolin. All of those things are going to have to be on board and still suspended like a matzah ball in the air, umisa mimareket, until death purges on them, and it's only with Misa that you right, undo that stain of the Chil Hashem. Shenemar, as it says, why it was revealed by the, to the prophet, right? Um, this is Isaiah, right? It was revealed to him that it was going to require some sins can only be forgiven with, with death. What would that sin be? Must be Chil Hashem. After all, the purpose, Tachas Abriya, is Kiddush Hashem. And therefore, Chil Hashem is the worst thing you could do. So here you have um, an important uh, giant note from the art scroll that was quoted by the great Tafyomi master of Ari Leibowitz about the different, um, the different ways to deal with it, right? In other words, somebody did a Chel Shem. Our Gemara is going to discuss the next lines, three lines down from the wide. Hechi dami Chil Hashem. What is a Chil Hashem? You read about what a Chil Hashem is, you see, first of all, it's subjective, as we will see. And you see, secondly, very hard to believe that anybody manages to go their whole life avoiding it. You know, you obviously everybody, nobody ever wants to make a chil Hashem, but you know we'll see the definition of chil Hashem. It's hard to avoid, and thus what? We're all just dead men walking. I mean, we're all just waiting. None of us could get kapara. So the Meiri right away um, says this is not even meant literally. I guess you could say the Meiri is, is quoted here as saying no. It's supposed to, in the words of the art scroll, it's to inspire people to repent to a degree. Right, that's commensurate with the severity of the sin, which is to say that absolute tshuva is always going to be effective. And what you're saying, what the Gemara is trying to say is that these are levels of intensity, so intense that, so to speak, it would only be required, so to speak, Misa only is takes it out of the Pashup shot of the Gemara altogether and says, no, of course, tshuva, right? Because the Gemara is saying, first, you need only tshuva, then you need tshuva and, right? A sermon, everything like that. As we're talking about these levels, I mean, he's saying no. It's just saying it's more serious. But of course, real, real, real tshuva is always going to is always going to be good. The Rabbeinu Yona of Garona uh, in Shari Tshuva, right? The famous uh, Shari Tshuva that people start reading as as we are in Av, which the Farm Kedushim say is Rosh Hashanah's Elul Ba. I learned from Rafi Gutman over Shabbos. Um, uh, because because you're having all these avelas, it's the opaquer that we put on before we put on the white paint of Elul as we try to cleanse ourselves in preparation for the Yom Narayim. So, the first Rafi Gutman uh, reference. So, as we approach Elul, we have to understand that we are what? That we are getting ready for the severity of different averos. And Rabbi Yonah says that you are going to try to 
um, do something tshuva and commensurate with what you're what you've done as an aver. So, for example, if the aver is chil Hashem, you have to go way in the other direction to try to do a kiddush Hashem, and that certainly would be a type of tshuva that would undo. In other words, we always know that's built in again into tshuva the whole the whole chap of tshuva, right? The whole chiddush of tshuva. What makes it so unique and powerful is that it's an undoing, right? God forbid somebody, right, does something. So one could argue that the stain remains forever and there's no way to undo certain things because the implications, it's out there in the world, it's in the ether, it has implications everywhere and you can't take, put the, the toothpaste back in the tube, as the phrase goes, but when it comes to tshuva, you can. So if you could go in the severe other direction, then perhaps you can do tshuva. That's what Rabbeinu Yonah is going, it says on this part of the Gemara. Um, obviously, so much more to say on this. The shittas of different Rishonah and the Rambam, and we're not going to. This is Rabari Libur, says. We've already, I think, gotten almost as far as he did. It says you could spend, obviously, your whole life just on this stuff. Um, but we move on. Three lines down from the wide. And so we understand, again, the subjectivity of it, as we will see. Hashem. So when we're defining Chil Hashem, so Amarav, Kagon Ana, Ishakilna Bisrami Tabacha, Veloya Alta. So, right? So, so an amazing example. Rav was a big, he was like a local rabbi, we'll say, to say the least. So he says, if I buy takeout from Wasserman's and I don't give the money right away, that constitutes a chil Hashem, right? That which, so again, that which the Gemara said you can never get any kapar for. So, so, so that's why we have to fit that in, that these are things that we're going to be getting atoned for and always, always be encouraged by the fact that you could always return to Hashem with Shuvah. He's, he's waiting for us to get better and better and to grow, right? That's how these donos are going to be turned into Shkogos or even to, right, or even into Shuyos. Anyway, so it's amazing to see that's the example that he gives, that he has to be meticulous with money. If people see that I'm not meticulous with money, they're going to think that, oh, tell me the Chavim don't have to be meticulous with money, and they're going to get the wrong impression. That is, in fact, the Chil Hashem. Amar Abayi, He just cautious, says, listen, this is, he qualifies it. He says, that's only in a place where it's uncommon, right, to buy things on credit. Yeah, but if that's the regular minhag amakom, is for Wasserman to let people buy uh, things on credit, so then that's fine. And he just points out that Masamachsia, in fact, is a place where they bought on credit. Um, okay. Whether you go to Monzada or you go to Wasserman's, they, they will let you buy on credit, and that's Mira Mokom, therefore, it's not a Chil Hashem to not do so, uh, to, to do so. Abaye was Machmer himself, because when he would buy from, let's say, let's say Monzada and Wasserman were partners. And he pays only one of them. Well, maybe the other one knows that he gave the meat and is going to think that he didn't pay. So Abayi would have a stringency on himself. He would, he would actually double pay. He would go and pay each partner for the meat. And only once it's obvious that he's already paid and for his meat, he would actually take the money back. In other words, he would double pay, and then once the matter is clarified, he would, he would take the change back. But the most important thing was to avoid the appearance of not paying, and therefore he would pay both shutafin. So it's, again, how, how um, careful the Chacham were with the Chil Hashem there. Someone like me, Yochanan says, right, the great Gadol of Eretz Yisrael, if he was going to walk around without learning and filling, for four, for four Amos, it would be Chil Hashem, because what is he doing? 
right? I mean, you, you see, you don't see Gedolim, right, playing Sega system or whatever it is today. Uh, PS4, right, wasting their time, idling away, sheshbesh, as it were. Um, you, you, you don't see that because obviously time is valuable and that in itself. So you see, like, in other words, we're talking about different averas, right? So we talked about assay, we talked about los assay, and now I'm talking about subjectivity, you're talking about life, right? This is not neither an assay or a los assay, I mean, you say bitol Torah, but the point is, some of it is just, when it comes to Chil Hashem, which we just outlined as the worst of the Averos, it could be even you're not doing anything wrong. You paid one of the two partners, me, right? But, and, and you paid. There's literally nothing wrong with what you did. But just to have the appearance, so we see here, tremendous like Musser, that, you know, there's something even above within the letter of the law, which is the behavior that others will see, as, as we shall see right here, eight lines down in the wide. Yitzchak Debe Rabbi Yanai Amar, Right. If people, right, if anyone would be embarrassed to know you if they heard this, that would be a chil Hashem. That's the amazing chiddush here, right, is that even if you didn't r- r- do, do it wrong, this is, our school quotes the Tosefus Yom Kippurim, an amazing chiddush that the rule applies even when the bad reputation is what? Untrue. Somebody says false rumors and gossip about you. It's a chil Hashem. So it's even a next level to avoid false rumors and gossip, you have to go through the next. So you didn't even do anything, but you have to avoid that kind of appearance. Halacha l'maisa, Amar of Nachem Yitzchak, the Valedictorian of Sachem says, Kagon to Ka'amri Inchi, for example, when people say, Shrali Mirei Flanya, Ay, Hashem have mercy on, on that person. So you see, people start to gossip, that's a terrible thing. They shouldn't be doing that themselves. They should, they're going to have to do tshuva for the gossiping, for sure. For sure. However, the subject of the gossip has to somehow avoid that and be above reproach. Wow. Abaya Amar Ketanya, like it says in the Bryce of Aftas Hashem Lokecha. Okay, so as we famously know, you should love Hashem. She Hashem Shemayim Misayi Val Yadcha. She Yikari Vishonim Mishamish Talmide Chachamim. That means that you should love Hashem and you should love everything to do with Hashem. You should love Jews, right? Torah, all of those things. And Talmide Chachamim. So now we're getting a profile of what a real, what we'll call a ben Torah looks like, right? You're learning, you're, you love Tamir Chachamim, you, you do Masav and Matan, you do business, Benachas and Mebrios in a pleasant manner. So when you have such a behavior, so people say, Wow, fortunate is his father who taught him Torah, Asher, Rabbi Shalim the Torah, and his Rebbe is fortunate. And you know what? This is what a human being can be. A human being can have this kind of appearance that can look so regal and behave in such a refined manner. That is what the Torah can do. Wow, that is a kid of Shashem. Ploni shalim do Torah, the person who learned Torah, ukamanayim Look how beautiful Tamini Chachamim are. They're pleasant. They don't, they, right? They don't, they don't, uh, react hyper to, to, to anything. They're, they're not, uh, contentious. They're scrupulous, they have principles, and how, how their deeds are, are so refined. And that's, that, in that context, Hashem says, you know, Kal Yisrael, you're glorified through me, because people look at from people, and they say, wow, the Torah, Hashem, is such a beautiful, refined way, right? Darche Noam, Darche Noam, shout out. It is, it is a beautiful way to be. Contrastly, but let's say you're, everybody can understand that you're learning, you're in the base medrash, you're from clearly to the eye. However, you don't deal faithful in business, you're curtain obnoxious, 
So what do you think people say on that? Right? It reflects terribly on the Torah. Reflects terribly on your parents. On your rebellion. Look, look at that Look at, look at, look at what a jerk he is. Ich, nasty behavior. Right? That is a Pasuken Yecheskel, where he cautions that if you have bad behavior, everybody is going to, it's going to be a Chil Hashem. They're going to say, ugh, this is where they came from. And they came from this land, which is to say, right, obviously that is the source of Chil Hashem. Wow. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the godless of Tshuva. So, um, so we have to obviously be very careful in our behavior. We are reflecting, right? We are reflecting the Torah uh, when people. So, I left a voice note for for Rabbi Gross. Bezos Hashem, I'll let you know tomorrow. When you like, when we're driving, a lot of people get the wrong idea. There could be road rage. Maybe you're going fifty six miles an hour instead of in a fifty five mile an hour zone. Should you like you wear a baseball cap so that people it won't reflect bad? Obviously, the ideal would be to look like a bed Torah and act like a bed Torah. But like that's, it's, it's, it's a big responsibility, right? And obviously, Chil Hashem, whether you say it literally or you say it like the Me'iri, is, a, is the worst of Averos. So we have to be very careful about this. I'll, I'll get back to you guys. In the meantime, everybody just behave, okay? I enjoy things going to behave. I'm Rabbi Chava Bar Chanina. Tshuva Shemavir Rif Os Laolam. Okay, how great is tshuva? It brings healing to the whole world. Right, I'm going to love them freely. I'm going to heal them. Oh, the pasuk aforementioned. It says that you're going to return. Shovav is how they say in Israel when um, uh, when a kid is like hyperactive in, in Gan. They say Shavav. If they want to be really nice, they say he has Simcha Sachaim. So Shavav, right, is a rascal. In the beginning, you're a Shavavim. Right, Shavavim. Meaning, the Shavavim is so great that we know you did it out of Shtus in the beginning. That's what he's saying. When you were young. And as the Mepharshim here say, I'm going to heal you, but you'll bear little scars. Little scars of uh, of your former behavior, but that's okay. In other words, you're going to be healed. It's just, you know, a little simon of what you were. That's okay. That's the point is to continue to grow. So that could be akasha, however, right? Because are you going to get a full, right? A full, uh, refuah, a full chuva, or are you going to still have the scars? So akasha. Kan me'ava, kan me'yira. That when you do it, me'yira, so you're still going to have some scarring. But that, but when you, and that, but that's okay. It's still good to do. However, when you do it me'ava, it's like you're pristine. Tshuva me'ava, it's as if you never did it. It was just, a, all those averas were just a stepping stone to the next level that you reached, okay. Based on that, Rav Yehuda Rami Ksiv, Shuva b'onim shovim erapem shuva seichem, I'll, right, return the same pasuk, and I'll heal you. Ksiv, ki anochi balti b'chem, v'lakachti etchem echad me'ir, u'shnayim mishpacha. Rashi's explaining what's going on with this, to psukim, says, What's the problem? Like, what's the contradiction? Well, the first one is referring to you as, like your sons, children, Bonim. The second one says, Rashi, is not how you refer to your children. That's how you refer to slaves. So are we kids or are we slaves? Says again the Gemara. So there it groups it differently. There it says the Avanir is the same. In other words, Shuvah is great. Whether you do it in Ava or whether you do it in Meira, 
you're going to be treated like the children of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, right? Um, however, the truth that you that you get just from right affliction, chas v'shalom, that is how you do it for a slave. That's like corrective behavior, right? Without uh, with a little bit less of your right of your own proactive um, initiate initiative. So it sounds like right. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu sounds like if you're going to get the yisurim, we have all of these. Andrew, we have all of these like sources. Some say, oh, if you go to a bris milah, it's mechaper kolav on right? If you do, if you do this, mechaper. Where, where did I see? Oh, Rabbi Leibowitz said, uh, this is this is actually relevant to us. Those are moisin nefesh for Talmud Torah who get up at early in the morning, or in the case of Andrew, don't go to sleep in the first place. Um, so. That is mechaper al kol We have sources for these kinds of things, so we, we we rely on that. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. It's like we said, it's very very subjective. If you really got lumdish and tried to line all of this up, it would be all over the place, right? Because you have all of these different bitkamim, all these different ideas. Uh, so do the, we do the best we can? But to to answer your question, it sounds like certainly surin chas v'shalom is one of the ways to do it. Uh, we try to avoid that that way by coming to a love of Hashem in the first place, right? We know, we know, right, from personal experience, from national experience, sometimes personally and sometimes nationally, we don't know, we don't huddle together and find Hashem until we're in a foxhole, right? Until we, until we're in trouble. Unfortunately, it's human nature to to seek Hashem sometimes in the darkest of times, in darkest of places, and 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 to assume that. Right, to feel like we're an easy street when, when things are going well. And the idea is to realize that in both cases, we're in the exact same position. It's just that we're always only in the hands of Hashem. So whether you sure make you realize that, or whether you can manage to, uh, Hashem, realize that on your own, and it does take some siyat you have to daven, that you can realize it on your own, um, you do arrive at the same place. There's a lot of different ways as Dr., uh, right, as, as one of my instructors in NYU used to say, many ways to skin this cat, but we'd rather do it in Mitshuva, uh, either Miyura or Meava, however we can. Okay. So, Amar Rabbi Levi, Gdolot Shuva Shemagas at Kisa Kavod. Shuva, last line on Pei Vav can get up to the Kisa Kavod, because it says, Shuva Yisrael HaShem Elokecha, um, that's, it says, Ad HaShem Elokecha, until the Kisa Kavod. Pei Vav Amadalaf, Kisa Kavod, Kisa Kavod, Kisa Kavod, Kisa Kavod, Kisa Kavod, Kisa Kavod, so here, right, this is already relevant to what we started with. You could be doicha and los in fact, with tshuva. Typically, right, if uh, a man, uh, right, kicks his wife out because she was le'ish acher, is he going to return her? No. Right, that, wouldn't that bring guilt on the land? That would be a terrible thing to do. Right? And yet Hashem says, this is a prophecy in Yermio, He says that you, right, actually did that. You, we were like a wayward wife to Akash Baruch Hu in that analogy. And yet Akash Baruch Hu is waiting to take us back. So he's not like, a, it's, he's not like Basar Vadam. It's a different thing. It could bring the redemption. Because it says, Going to bring the geula ulshavi pesha right tshuva right the return from sin matam uvalat zion goel how is going to be the redeemer bezat hashem bekarv to zion mishum deshavi pesha riyakov it's a it's it's written like the effect before the cause but there is a cause and effect here where the return it brings the geula amar shlokish kdola tshuva shes donas nasa lokish gagos there it is very famous right in 
in the Sharich, every 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 Truva Sefer is going to have this uh, reference, right? The Rebbeinu Yona was from Garona. Taranai Rezocha being Garona, very quaint town, uh, not a Jew in sight, as far as I could tell, um, in Spain. But Rebbeinu Yona, Shari Truva mi Garona, Amare Shlokish, Gedola Truva Shizdonos Nasus Lokish Gogos. There's a mikveh there. Anyway, Truva is great because the Shizdonos can become Shgogos. Because it says in Oshea, Shinema Shuva Yisrael Hashem Okecha Ki Chashalta Bavonecha. Right, so says so. That's what the Gemara explains. Ha'avon mezidu v'kakari le'michshol. See, it's embedded in there. Chashalta b'avonecha is a misnomer. An avon is done on purpose. It's b'mezid. However, chashalta is just like, hey, you stumbled. Well, stumbling isn't something you do on purpose. You do it b'shogeg. So we see chashalta shuva Hashem. Right. So the beginning of the pasuk says shuva Yisrael Hashem okecha. You do shuva, and all of a sudden, that which was amazed turns into chashalta, as if you did it. Uh, by accident. Aini says, right, the Gemara, the Amar Rish what makes you say that they only become Shkagos? The Amar Rish Lakish, Donas Nasas Lo, Kishuyos. All of a sudden, the Averas you did become a mitzvah. Shanamar, Uvishuv, Rasha, Mirishasov, Asam Mishpat, Utsdaka, Lehem. Who? Who Yichya? He shall live on account of all of his, right, uh, Rishus. Wow, so his Rishus is going to what? Be the source of life for him? How so? Says the Gemara, Lokasha. Kan me'ava, kan me'yira. There we see a really big distinction between Shuvah me'ava and Shuvah me'yira. But here again, the idea is it's part of the total life experience. So if you truly grow from it and you get to the next level and now you're a new, renewed person, so then that, right, that, that, that uh, misstep ended up being um, a way of you to grow and therefore it is counted as a schus for you. And when you reach that level, you get a for it. Same pasuk, and it's talking about right. You will live, meaning real life, right? Um, yeah. Okay. More about tshuva. They used to say in Eretz Yisrael to the west in the name of Rabbi Bar Mari. Midas Vadam is not like the Mid of Hashem. Midas Vadam Maknit at Khavir Bidvarim, Suffik Mit Payasimeno, Suffik any Mit Payasimeno. Right? If 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 I harass Dan, so then it's a it's a, it's it's suffic whether Dan is going to forgive me. Beam Tomer Mispayasimenu, and even if he does, Suffik Mit Pais Vidvarim, Suffik A Mit Pais Vidvarim. I can't tell whether just speaking with Dan will suffice, or maybe I'm gonna to have to get him a fruit basket or something. Avalakarish Barhu, Odam Oververa Besaiser. With a Kaddish Baruch Hu, right? Let's say a person does an Avera privately. right? It's between him and Hashem. He can actually just talk to him, Davin, and it's forgiven. He doesn't hold a grudge, so to speak, although we see sometimes he does. We'll see. But, that, but, but again, everything is, like we said, case specific. But, Dvarim means words, right? Say words, and that's how you can return. And you are forgiven. Not only that, right? He ends up loving you more. Right? It's considered a good thing. It says, accept good. It's as if, right, all of those things that he did to Hashem, it's as if he was bringing, right, karbonas. In other words, just with our lips, just with speaking to Hashem, it's as if, in this case, the neshama is he's compensating for the fact that he did averus. You might have thought, well, that is famously the Pasuk we say, well, instead of davening, we bring a Karbanas Chayva, and it's talking about Karbanas in the base of Mikdash, that are Chiyuvim. No, 
I'm going to heal their ways, and I'm going to love them. What? Nedava. Rashi explains. Right, it's on the it's on the right side. It's on the outside. Don't get disoriented. The last wide line on the outside. Mikubelis beratzon Yosei merchova. Wow, he likes the nedava even more than the chova. So the sham farms fasenu is talking about that which we that which we volunteer to Hashem, which is in the process of tshuva. Hashem likes us even more. Okay, another lesson based on that pasuk. Tanya, we learned the bright side. Mayor Omer gadol tshuva should be shvil yachid shasa tshuva mochlin lekol alam kulo. Right, the, the process of tshuva, the way it plays out, it can affect the entire world. Because shenamar erpem shuvasamu avem the davaki shava pimi menu. I'm going to heal their ways. I'm going to love them freely. My my anger turned away. Mehem lo namar elam menu. Right, it says mi menu. Right, um, it says erpem shuvasamu kishava pimi menu. So it's amazing, right? He's saying I'm going to heal the whole world because I forgave him. Wow. So just from the way, right, the syntax of that pasuk, you can see, I forgave him in the singular. And I forgave him in the singular. And just for forgiving one person who did tshuva, it's going to affect the whole world. What is the profile of a Baal tshuva? Unbelievable. Seven lines down in, from the wide, in the wide. Hechi dummy Baal tshuva. How would you say Baal tshuva? The kind which, right, that, that, that are greater, right? Makom she Baal tshuva omdim. Right, regular people can't stand. Person had the opportunity to do the avera once and then again twice, and he was saved from it on both occasions. So you need to, to right, you need to show, demonstrate twice. It seems there's a lot of different explanations on how this works, but basically you did an avera; it was habituated, uh, and then you were able to be in the same situation and not do it once. And then not do it again, boom, you're Baal Tshuva. Machavei Rabbi Yehuda, Yehuda gestured, Be'osa gestured, so the Mepharshim explained here, what, what does this mean that he gestured? Possibly the Ben Yehoyada means, because now Rabbi, he's going to say not twice, but he's going to mention three things, so maybe he held up three fingers when he said this. Machavei Rabbi Yehuda, Be'osa Isha, Be'osa Perak, Be'osa Makam. As an example, it would be the same woman in the same place and time, Three different factors. If you can actually fulfill those three factors, and, and whereas in the first place you were nichshal, now you're not. You are a baal tshuva. Okay. Now the the big idea. Two minutes left. Uh, should you or should you not right reveal your averos? I'm a to Rav Rami Ksiv. Rav Rami said, looked at the two psukim. In one case, it says that praiseworthy is he who can cover his chataim. And the other one says, you're never going to succeed in tshuva if you cover it up. If people already know about your chait, so then you're better off like showing it to the world, so to speak, and, and publicly shaming yourself. If not, if people don't know, so maybe uh, you can leave it uncovered. Rashi says, right? Because when people see what you've done, it's going to mute kvod shemaim, and therefore you should avoid that because people get a chalisha. However, if you if it's already mifursam, Rambam in Hilchot Shuva Perik Beis says an unbelievable thing. We'll see tomorrow. But basically says if a person did an Avera, Ben Adam Lechavero, right, he should be specific. He should go to the town square, said, I did this, this, and this, and therefore, and not conceal what he did as part of his teshuva. He should really publicize it, and that would be the most effective teshuva. We will continue with this ideas of teshuva tomorrow.